Hello, what's up, guys? This is Adil here with my buddy Thomas Delauer. How's it going, Thomas? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Adil? Good, man. Just uh, hanging out in Orlando after uh, one of those marketing events that one of my buddies put on together, and it's BGS, Belt Grow Scale Live. It was an amazing event, huh? No, it was, it was awesome. I'm still wiped out. It was an exhausting last couple of days, and I'm not used to the humidity, so kudos to every single one of you that is listening from a southern state that's dealing with that humidity because I don't know how you do it. <laughs> yeah, neither do I, man. I came from a, the, the, the Sierra, and it's pretty dry, yeah. dry heat. In L.A. where I'm at, it's, it's humid, but it's not humid like this. It's humid from yeah, it's, a nice coastal it's, influence. It's not humid because <laughs> it's thick. So you guys, you you have my respect. You definitely do. <laughs> yeah. I Like first day when I came in, I felt like sauna. <laughs> so it was like, oh, whoa. Took a couple of days to, to get used to it. But it's good for your skin. You know that, right? It is, it is good for your skin. I mean, it's oh. definitely got that going for you. You just got to make sure you're drinking a lot more water, which is something that – Mm-hmm. I am not practicing what I generally preach because here I'm just not adjusted to drinking quite so much water. But yeah, I think when we're traveling, it's the water, it's the food, it's the rest, the jet lag, and yeah. Yeah. Whole, Whole Foods has been my best friend here. Just yeah. having some prepaid meals and, or I mean, sorry, pre-made meals and go in there and just stock up for the day. It's uh, a little Pre- bit prepaid meals. That's actually not a bad idea <laughs> for, for something that we could. I don't know. We'll do. We'll do that. Maybe it's the end of the month. We have enough projects. Or <laughs> into the into the summer, we've got enough projects going on right now. But yep. guys, wanted to talk uh, today about something that we've been ramping up a lot. So there's probably a lot of a uh, lot of listeners on this one talking about uh, eight ways that you can break your training plateaus, and we're trying to take a little bit of a different approach at this from the traditional things that you'd see in the magazines. And we want to get a little bit more mental with you and and discover why you're reaching a plateau. Um, from a mental and emotional standpoint, a little bit more so than just physical. Of course, we're going to talk about a few physical ways too, but really want to, you know, a lot of the emphasis is on just changing it up and, and what you need to do to to break those plateaus and just refresh yourself. Yeah. Your body is very, very smart. Yeah, your body just gets used to things and that's why we plateau. I mean, there's no, uh, no question about it. Your body trying to find efficient ways to do things and try to play sneaky on you and trying to outsmart you well that's right i i always explain to my clients and anybody that i work with that if they're hitting a plateau they're doing something right you mm-hmm. know if you hit a plateau in the first couple of days then it's probably something where you're just not that motivated but if, you, if you're working hard and you're getting frustrated because you hit a plateau it means that you're doing a good job it means that you hit your you know you hit that threshold where your body's like okay this is the norm now. I'm working really hard. This is what I'm used to. So we just need little tweaks here and there. You don't need to revamp your entire program. And and it's just a matter of changing things up here and there, just subtle enough to uh, to tell your body, okay, this is what we need to adapt. So we'll talk a little bit more about the adaptation too. Yeah. And, and, and this time in this episode, so we're only going to talk about exercises. So normally the plateau can happen in your diet, what you eat and what you do. But on this one, we're just going to talk about training. Yeah. So well, you, you guys know me. If you get me going on diet, I'll have you guys here for two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight hours. And uh, mm-hmm. nobody has time for that. So yeah. we'll, <laughs> we'll have another episode. That's for sure. It's going to be all about plateauing when, when it comes to diet. So, But this time, we're just going to talk about training. So let's get on it. Yeah. You know, the first one that I put down that I usually will have people do if they have reached some form of a fat loss uh, fat loss plateau where they're 
like, hey, Thomas, I'm not really, you know, losing weight anymore. If I am losing weight, I'm losing a lot of strength and my body fat percentage is staying the same. And I asked them, well, what are you guys doing? You know, what exactly are you doing? Well, well I, I do what you tell me. I get up, I do some fasted cardio, I do this and then I eat and then I, but so I asked them, well, how long have you been doing that? And what I try to explain with them with fasted cardio, for instance, Fasted cardio, I don't know if you knew this deal. Actually, I think you do because I just helped you uh-huh. with it. If you're doing like fasted cardio, and this is just an example, fasted cardio for a lot of days in a row, eventually your body starts to say, okay, this is the normal routine. I roll yep. out of bed and my heart rate goes up. So then your body just assumes, okay, I'm getting up and my heart rate's going to be high. So what happens when you stop that cardio and your heart rate drops? You know, Then your metabolism is slowing slows down. down. Yeah. And a deal kind of, you had this issue. Yeah, I no, mean, it's totally. And I, I I was seeing great results in the beginning when I was doing fasted cardio. And now it's kind of like, what's going on here? Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not seeing any changes or anything like that. So my body got adapted to the whole process every single morning, 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning doing fasted cardio. So do you think timing is different too? So let's, well, if you want to do fasted cardio, but if you want to do cardio toward the end of your your workout or something like that, would that make a difference? Yeah, uh, you know, it definitely does make a difference. And if you remember when we were in Houston and we were visiting that that one coaching client that we mm-hmm. worked with, we flew out there to, to help him. Uh, one of the issues that he had was uh, he was tired of the fasted cardio. And we just did a couple little tweaks. We changed the time that he did his mm-hmm. fasted cardio. Now, we did also have him change some of the the structuring of his diet too, which we can use as an example in another podcast. But we basically said, you're no longer doing fasted cardio. You're now going to do cardio in the morning, but I want you to get a thermogenic effect and actually start eating some food. Um, so, but yeah, simply changing the time that you do your cardio from fasted cardio to possibly a post-workout cardio mm-hmm. or high intensity interval training cardio. Yeah. Um, I, I think, I think it would be a, the great thing too is for me, like right now, what are we going to do? You had me to, to start next week to switch my cardio to hit. And actually I don't want to be on a, on a Stairmaster or a treadmill doing, I don't know, 30, 30 to 45 minutes of cardio. So I want to do boring. six, seven minutes. I know, boring. <laughs> it really is. Um, you do hit and then get it over with. Seven, you know, seven minutes, 10 minutes and you're done. And then that's a different form of cardio that's going to um, help you dramatically to kind of uh, break that plateau. Yeah, it, I mean, hit is awesome. It's just, you know, not all of us have the fortitude or the energy or the motivation to really push ourselves that hard for hit cardio. Mm-hmm. So I like to cater you know, programs for people. And when I help them, I really like them to be able to have a say in what kind of cardio they want to do. And there's always a, you know, a different option for each one. So if we are talking a high intensity interval training, it doesn't necessarily mean that we, um, you know, have to do that. We can, we can have them do post-workout cardio instead, or we can say, you know what, fasted cardio is not good. You're going to do fed cardio, meaning having food in your system, you're going to do it in the evening Mm -hmm. because some people respond better that way. But yeah, what we're really talking about is just changing constantly. Yeah, and that's it. And then, is there any time frame? Do you, what do you think? What is something that you just do on a? On oh, oh, yeah, sure. Uh, I always listen. You know, listen to your body. Um, the scale is not your friend. It will, uh-huh. you know, it'll lie to you a lot. It will. But one thing that it does help you with is determining, you know, where you're going and how you're progressing in terms of actual pounds lost, not necessarily fat lost. And that's where we have to kind of get a little bit more in depth with it, but. You know how much weight have you lost? Are you actually losing weight? Is the cardio effective? Because if you're losing weight, the cardio is effective at helping you lose weight. It may not be effective at helping you lose fat, but it's effective at helping mm-hmm. you lose weight at that point. So that means that your cardio is still 
implemented properly and we just need to tweak the diet. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, totally. It totally does. So the second one here that we have in, in I think it, we covered enough in, in uh, changing the cardio. So now, hey, people, change your cardio from fasted to hit. And I think that would be a perfect thing. And if you don't want to do that, you could always change the timing when you do your cardio. Yeah. And then go back to fasted. You don't have to like find a new, you don't have to reinvent the wheel mm -hmm. every time. Yeah. Fasted, hit, back to fasted, back to hit, back to fed, just rotate it up. Cool. The second one we have here in the, on, on the list is drop sets. Um, actually, this my one is favorite. my favorite. I love it. Yeah, same here. It's it's amazing. Um, and sometimes it makes me, you know, we do this and sometimes people at the gym are like, why do you guys have all these dumbbells next to you? Or why It's obnoxious. It, it really is. And and I apologize for anybody that's... want to slap people that do it. Yeah. And then, Unless well, it's me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we do it too. And it's a, it's a pretty effective. Um, and it just, you kind of just reach exhaustion in every single set you do. Um, if you start, I don't know, we'll just, just give an example here. You're starting incline um, bench. So you just have, let's say you're doing dumbbells and um, not incline bench, incline dumbbells, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we'll just go to do 60, 50, 40, and you just reach failure in all these guys, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's it. And then that's actually pretty, pretty, um, pretty great work. I love it. I'm, I'm sore all the time when I do it. I mean, it gets you sore, but it also it gets the heart rate up too. So if you're on a fat loss mission, it's very effective. But if also you're on a hypertrophy, which is a fancy way of saying muscle growth mission, it works well I too. That, I love that fancy word. Uh, I, I, I like, you know, it's kind of becoming like a. Yeah, I think it's cool. Hashtag hypertrophy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's you know it's it's one that the it's it's too big of a word for the meatheads to say, so they just say muscle growth. But us that that yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of complex. <laughs> but no, I mean essentially, you're allowing your body to reach fatigue with a lighter weight based on the fact that you're anaerobically exhausted. So you're able to uh, you're able to push the weight, go to failure grab another weight, go to failure without compromising your form. So imagine a world where you could do 12 reps, but still, but you know, a weight that you could do 12 reps with, but you could ultimately do 20 reps with. Mm -hmm. It's like you're pushing through this threshold with a certain weight because you're dropping that weight and you're dropping to a lighter weight and you're proceeding with the same exercise. So you're going to start on your incline dumbbell presses with 60 pounds, go all the way to failure, set those weights down, grab the 50s, rep out to failure. You may only get four reps. You may only get five. As many as you can get. Just drop those suckers down, drop again to the 30s. Do the 30s. You may only get three reps, but mm -hmm. the fact of the matter is that's three more reps that yep. you are getting, and your body doesn't quite understand the fact that you're not pushing heavy weight. All it knows is that it's fatigued and it's under tension, mm -hmm. which those of you that, that know my protocols know that I'm big on time under tension and not just – schlepping heavy weight right. around yeah and and that's a total true i mean it got to a point where sometimes i could need uh i couldn't bench or push at 25 pounds sometimes like yeah. it's it, crazy how we gets your it, it's more it, it kind of shocks your ego too kind of yeah, i don't know torture it for a second but i love that so um so yeah so drop sets do them they're amazing and now haha <laughs> You, if, you go, if you go to a place like Planet Fitness, they actually have a big sign that says you're not allowed to superset. <laughs> but this is yeah. something that is... But you can have pizza, by the way. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't have said that. Planet Fitness, we love you. No, I'm just kidding. But no, uh, I don't understand. I don't understand. Maybe it's good marketing. They do hey, offer pizza and they offer bagels. Hey. If you go to Planet Fitness, you guys can have pizza on Monday night and you can have bagels on Tuesday morning. So, Perfect. Um, but I guess it keeps you, keeps you coming back to the gym. I yeah. guess it works. For but anyway, so super, super sets. <laughs> 
Uh, there's two things. There's actually supersets and there's compound sets. And a lot of people confuse the two or they just don't understand there's two. Uh, supersets ultimately pair uh, two exercises uh, that work opposing muscle groups. So like a superset, for instance, would be I'm going to go do some bicep curls and I'm going to superset it with some uh, with some tricep extensions. So you're working opposing muscle groups. You've got uh, all these muscles that are always opposing your chest will mm-hmm. oppose your back. You know, it basically when one muscle's contracting, the other is expanding. Yep. So if you work those two muscle groups, you get this massive amount of blood flow there, which is tremendous for nutrient delivery, which will help you break those plateaus. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, I mean, it's, I put uh, a deal through a workout, uh, yesterday we did arms and it's exactly what we did. We did biceps yeah. and triceps and, uh, and yeah. we were in a, in a hotel gym and we were limited with the equipment that we had. Yeah. But I mean, pretty, pretty great workout workout though. I mean, just by combining things. Yeah. And it's amazing. And I think, uh, um, that's actually my favorite too. Is that, is that, would that be, so like, let's say for legs, it would be, let's say you're doing leg extension and you'll do hamstrings. Correct. Right? So yep. that, and uh, for squats, what would that be? Well, squats, so it's hard to do a, a superset with a compound movement, which is something okay. we can get into a little bit more depth. It's it's funny, guys. As we do these podcasts, you, we keep a notebook. And we were like, you know, that's a great idea. Yep. That's something that our listeners There's and our so readers much. would love to hear. Because a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of you listening, you may know what compound movements are, but some of you don't. And you know, our goal here at Organic Fit really is to bring this down to a level for everybody. Mm-hmm. We're not. We're trying not to leave anybody behind. We want to cater to the people that are advanced, but we also want to cater to those that are getting started. So, um, compound movements are movements that move at multi joints. You know, the the squat, like the knee and the hip, for instance. So, squat, it's going to involve your hamstrings and your quads already. So it's a, yeah, okay. so it's already. You can't really superset much with it. You could compound set it, which is the next thing we're moving into. Uh, comp- compound set is basically a exercise or two set of exercises that works the same muscle group. So mm-hmm. let's say you wanted to do biceps. You could do, um, uh, one exercise for biceps, like traditional barbell curls, mm-hmm. and then you could move into dumbbell curls. And then it's okay. Sorry. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And then, yeah, those are, those are my favorites. Yeah. I love doing chest and back. Yes. Same time. I mean, it's great. It's hitting, it's actually great for release of testosterone and like all the anabolic effects and everything mm-hmm. like that. Anytime, anytime you got a big, big muscle big, groups like that. Yeah. And, and it's weird. One of those times too, I started doing squats after my bat my chest workout. And yeah. yeah, which is, so I just squat, I just do it and I just go squat. Anyway, crazy stuff. <laughs> so, so guys, give that a try. If you're, you're reaching yeah. a plateau, don't, you know, you're, chances are you're just not shocking your system enough. You've got to confuse that muscle. I mean, Tony Horton talked about it in P90X and he was, you know, he was onto something. Tony Horton's a, a great guy and he's got some great philosophies um, that, that really set a standard mm-hmm. for a lot of things. And one of the things that he had said was, um, was that muscle confusion and guys, and um, you know, it's something that's been around for a while, but he put a good terminology on it that made yeah. mainstream muscle. You want to confuse those muscles. So, um, you know, we're advancing on that now. We're taking that muscle confusion and we're, we're you know, Adil and I are kind of taking it to a new level. But um, so just keep keep it shocked. Keep the muscle shocked. Yeah. And then it's uh, another another thing, too. So now we're going to the fourth one in, on the list is vary your repetitions. So um, if you do five by fives, you could do 12s, you could do 15s, you could do 21s. I mean, you just vary. The, the whole idea here is to confuse your body because you reach a plateau. You know, we, you know, there is a straight line that we wanted to kind of move up a little bit, slightly up. Um, so do repetition. So w- w- normally what do you do when you, well, 
I mean, most people are always in the game of trying to go heavy. They don't really. Yeah, I still do that. The thing is, is that your your muscles respond better to just time under tension rather than going heavy. But going heavy is important. I mean, you have to have you know that in the mix. But Mm -hmm. what I usually say is, you know, for every eight workouts, and this is you don't have to follow this exactly, but this is my general rule for every for every eight workouts, you should have one heavy heavy day. So for each body part, every time you know, yeah. one really like where you're actually pushing heavy weight and possibly compromising form a little bit, you know, meaning like you're, you're really pushing, you're not, you're, you're you maybe doing your bicep curls and you cheat a little bit. Right. Other than that, focus on the isolation, but very, yeah, vary your repetitions. You know, one mm-hmm. day go a little bit lighter and hit 20 reps. Another day uh, go a little heavier and hit 12 reps. You know, it's, it's all about mixing it up and activating different muscle fibers within the, yep. within the body. Yep, and that's what we're going to talk about in the fifth on the line is the plyometrics training. Yes. Yeah. So plyometrics, uh, those of you that are into CrossFit, uh, in fact, I was uh, chatting with somebody uh, this weekend, uh, mm-hmm. Ed O'Keefe, who's uh, got a uh, he's a major major CrossFit guy, and he's uh, someone that is. Hey guys, sorry about that little pause. Someone uh, someone knocked on the door. Actually, just uh, reminded us that we've got a meeting here in about twenty minutes, but we'll be wrapped up before then. So. Cool. Um, what I, what I was saying, yes. Yeah, so this this gentleman Ed O'Keefe, he's well known as a as a coach, especially in the CrossFit world, in the volleyball world, and uh, he and I got to talking about plyometrics. And you know, he actually put the bug back in my back in my ear about it because this list was originally seven ways to break training plateaus. Mm-hmm. Until I remembered, wait a minute, uh, plyometrics. Yeah. That's something that I incorporate, but I don't think about because I just incorporate it. And plyometrics are just simple. Um, you're you're utilizing the elastic effect, the elasticity of the muscle to achieve a greater force, a greater velocity. So things like box jumps, even squat jumps where you're squatting down and you're exploding into your squatting movement. And it doesn't need to be brutal. I mean, it, it plyometrics, people are afraid of the concussive nature of them, that they're going to hurt their joints. Right. Uh, but it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, squat jumps, you can actually absorb a lot of shock waves, landing into your squat Jumping up just ever so slightly and then absorbing the shock by landing back into a squat. You're right. not jarring the knees. Yeah. It's actually really good on the body. Yeah, no, it's and it's, it's I love that. I mean, like I said, I was doing that actually up in, in up in Tahoe not so long ago, just on the just doing jumping jacks or whatever. That that's part of it. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's super awesome. Uh, I mean, we the whole CrossFit thing. It doesn't have to be named CrossFit, right? It's a polymetrics training, so. Uh, but CrossFit kind of, CrossFit kind of uh, incorporated a lot of that. So, yeah, they're, they're, to the cross, CrossFitters, we yeah. love you guys. Yeah, I mean, we don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't discriminate against CrossFitters. Exactly. There's some some CrossFitters that are in amazing shape. A lot of a lot of my diet. I've worked, you know, with some some amazing people and developing some of my diet formulas and things mm-hmm. like that. I've worked with some amazing guys out of the CrossFit space yeah. because they're paleo experts, and yeah. much of my diets are very advanced, advanced variations of paleo. But um, that we that we take. But, but getting to the, the chase, cutting to the chase at least, uh, plyometrics, I mean, the reason that it's going to help you is simply because it's going to activate fast twitch muscle fibers. And in layman's terms, it's going to activate muscle fibers that haven't been activated before. Consequently, increasing your strength mm-hmm. and making it so that you can push more weight. That's, uh, That's effectively. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Cool. And the sixth one in, on the list here is cross training. So. Well, 
Real quick, I'm going to give them an example. Just sure. So, yeah, so plyometrics. So let's say just so that you guys have an idea, you're going to do your squats. Um, maybe you're doing it with a barbell. And then I want you to go over to a, you want to wait for a minute or two, go and do some box jumps or do some squat jumps, then wait for another minute or two and then go back and do your squats. That's how I'd like you to incorporate them. But oh, anyway, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, that's cool. No, we're, we're jumping out now. That's a great tip right there. Uh, so we're jumping now to the cross training. So try to try a variety of training styles just so you can target different muscle well, you up in Tahoe, you're the king of cross training. Yes. You're like one one minute, I'm like, Adil, where are you? We need to work on this podcast. You're like, oh, sorry, I'm up on the friggin' mountain, mountain biking. And I'm like, Adil, okay, we need to record this other podcast. He's like, oh, sorry, I'm climbing a wall. I'm like, Adil, yeah. where are you now? Oh, now I'm at the gym. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to record this one myself. Right. You know what? I think I think we. I, I would love to, for us to just start recording stuff from actually where we're doing things. Like one day, this can happen. I think there's some apps that we can like in our oh yeah well, like we already started talking good. about it i mean we, we connected yeah. with the uh, you know some of the serious gurus in the, mm-hmm. the tech space that are going to allow us to actually do some awesome live broadcasts for you guys like when we're when we're out climbing and we'll be able to show you some cool tips and stuff like that yeah i'm guilty of the cross training thing too i mean i'm the same yeah, guy i'm like i love that one day i love the gym the next the day beach. i, I want to go to the beach you know the beach bum <laughs> so so open your mind be open-minded it's so easy to get caught in a rut mm-hmm. and stick in your routine. Get out and do some other stuff. You know, if you, it's maybe you maybe you like the treadmill, maybe you like the stair climber, but guys, get outside how and about a mountain. Yeah, you go, know, how about go hiking. What about our friends in Kansas? They don't have mountains. They can bike. They can they can make crop circles. <laughs> Sorry, guys, we love you, Kansas. <laughs> or take a, take a trip to Tahoe. Yeah, we're more than welcome to come up there. It's it's beautiful. It's nice. But if you don't have that luxury, you can always do something outside. You know, you can just walk outside. You know, you could. I don't even know. You could be very creative and do something very that's different. That's gonna be that's gonna get you out of the gym or. I don't even know. Yeah, no, um, totally. Yoga place or whatever. So I just realized. I just realized that like this is like the third podcast that I've bagged on Kansas. Mm, what's going on with Kansas? I don't know, guys. <laughs> if you're in Kansas, forgive me. Yeah. Okay, I do love you. I've been there once. If you're like Kansas, go into iTunes and give us some good five star reviews. Yeah. I love you. So we no, we fit you a lot. I'll buy this. your I'll buy your wheat, even though I don't eat gluten. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Seventh in a line is workout somewhere different. Well, and that ties in a lot with what we were just talking about. Yeah. But this is more mental. And I know we talked, we, we predicated, you know, we or I'm sorry, we prefaced this uh, this podcast on that. And I, I, I'm going to admit we sort of got going on a lot more of the physical side of it. But the whole premise of everything that we're talking about here is what it does to you mentally and how it refreshes your body because what a deal has taught me i'm a very high strung high energy person a deal has always taught me that guys it's thomas it starts in the mind it starts in the mind you have to keep your mind fresh and that's why he and i are a great team together and why i you know i help him on getting in shape and uh, he's already in shape, but I help him in getting no, ripped. Not, not, even, not close to you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I help him on getting you know as fit as possible, and he helps me on keeping a sound mind and finding that good balance. Mm-hmm. So, uh, one that this is the one that he came up with was get get out, do something different, go to a different gym. It can even be that simple. Work out at a different gym, pay the five dollars or the ten dollars of the guest fee, and try something different. And you know what you will find out too. This is crazy. I don't know. Maybe it's it's me. I go in and the 45 pounds that's in, let's say, the 24-hour fitness place is heavier than – or actually a lot lighter than the tw- than the 45 pounds in Gold's Gym or something. I yeah. don't even know. Have it's you checked weird. the you check to the gravity meter when you walk in? I mean, <laughs> no. you know, sometimes they have a switch and you just have to make sure <laughs> oh, sometimes, you know, 
<laughs> no, I'm serious. I swear. Like, this is so, so true. Like, I get in there. I'm like, why is it the 45 pounds is heavy? But we worked out with that client here in Orlando this morning, and I'm pretty sure that the weights were heavier. Uh, I'm, pre- I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, even though you were repping 120s. Yeah, we don't talk about that. All right. Well, no, we're not. <laughs> I'm not a meathead. I don't like the- well, I, yeah, what, what we just talked about it, we just said, hey, you need to have a heavy day, and this is the week yeah, that yeah, we heavy. Yeah, it was my heavy day. Well, yeah, actually, We yeah. did back. Well, and the main thing was, guys, I'm human, okay, I, so hear me out here. I'm human, and last night I went out to dinner, and I didn't necessarily have a cheat meal, but it wasn't the cleanest thing in the world, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of salt and a lot of fat, and um, I may have gone overboard a little bit. But hey, guess what? <laughs> I think we, we posted a photo on Facebook that Thomas is is grabbing this giant plate platter that has all the type of dessert that you can ever imagine in there. So our friends from um, from you know here invited us to the steakhouse, and we we got that. Me and him did not drink. We had our kale. <laughs> we had kale <laughs> we had salad. Salad. He had salmon, and I had a steak. And afterwards, they brought up this big thing and we just took a photo i think it's on facebook yeah. if you guys want to check we, it out we didn't other than holding the plate we didn't touch it yeah under the pressure of how many people like 20 people you know what's cool though is that by us abstaining from eating that food mm-hmm. the the table actually held back oh yeah i was really impressed they were and they you know maybe after we left they held them but you never know but i'm sure they would give me like well that's that's some serious willpower because i was really tempted i'm a cheesecake person man yeah i was like oh, oh yeah it was t- it was <laughs> tough for me guys i'm i'm human i may look like i'm you know this machine but geez it's hard it's it really hard is. every day it's struggle is real ladies and gentlemen <laughs> it really is i think it's it's we need to share this as hashtag struggle is real like seriously this is it was one of the this is this week has been one of the toughest but Dude, yeah. we're, we're, we're through it. But in short, work out somewhere different. Because even that hotel room work, I mean, the hotel uh, gym, the fact that it was just a different environment, different group of people oh, yeah. was stimulating. So mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, and last but not least, resting. Resting, guys. Resting. resting. Yes. I, yeah, I think we're, we're kind of guilty of not resting enough, aren't we? I'm definitely guilty of that. Yep. I, um, I recently got some blood work done, checking that out. And I'm like, why? I've been so lean for so long. How come now I'm holding this water and I'm like, feel like I'm not able to stay as lean. Maybe I'm getting older. Maybe it's my metabolism. What's going on? Um, you know, I went, actually went to the doctor and had them do some blood work and found my cortisol levels are through the roof. And this is something that I, I talk to you folks about all the time. All my readers, all my listeners, those that, that, that buy my books and things like that, they, they know that mm-hmm. I really preach keeping those cortisol levels low and doing whatever you can to de-stress. And here I am with my cortisol levels through the damn roof because I'm overtraining, because I'm not taking enough time off, dude. It's that, and dude, you shouldn't, shouldn't, you know, gotta, gotta, gotta take some time off, man. And then I stress rest. out about being stressed out about not taking time off. So I stressed out about not taking yeah, time so off, it's and it's just an endless circle. And square. then I stress out about that, which causes me to stress out about what I'm eating, and I'm not stressed out enough. Nope. And I don't know, dude. No, there's no, should be no stress, man. Top shape, amazing fans, amazing, you know, lifestyle, and you know, we're making a difference and changing people's lives. Every single day, I get emails and Facebook testimonies and things like that that just talks about how we're changing people's lives. So, dude, shouldn't be no stress right yeah, now. It's, it's getting better. Life is good. I'm loving this life right mm-hmm. now. I'm loving what we're doing. It's um, it's it's amazing. So so yeah. And then by resting, it's uh, you're gonna actually you build muscle when you rest. By the way, you're not building it when when you're in the mirror, in front of the mirror, curling or doing all that cool stuff at the gym. You're actually building when when you're resting you know good quality rest take a rest day rest 
I mean, I don't sleep eight hours, but would love to. Yeah. Do you, do you sleep eight hours? I try to do it. I try to do the best I can. Yeah. I mean, even last night at dinner, you know, it's like, guys, I'm going to go. It's different, though. Like, here, there's a jet lag. You yeah. know, we're three three hours. We're from the West Coast. We're here in Orlando. This is three hours. It's making a huge, huge difference. So kudos to people who travel abroad with eight hours of difference and get stuff done because that's something that's really, really tough. But cool, guys. Well, now we're going to conclude it. Thank you so much for um, – for listening so uh we talked about about today about eight ways to break the training plateaus and the meeting notes going to be on the website and it's going to be at organicfit.tv um i think you should just go to the the blog section and it's going to be kind of featured as a blog and don't forget to share it please share it with your friends tag your family share on facebook all social media um you know outlets there we're going to have links in there too and then if you do not mind i think they should leave us some reviews, right? Yeah, if they can. I mean, if, if you guys, it's, it's easy. If you can find it in your busy schedules to leave a quick review. It's super, super easy. All you go, all you do is just go to iTunes and just leave us five star review, and just tell us how we're doing because that's gonna help our podcast kind of rise up a little bit and then just get in front of uh, many other people. So, um, would really, really appreciate if you can do that. That's that's our way for for you to keep this podcast going. Because we want to know what are we, how are we doing. If we're, if we're not seeing any reviews, we don't know, right? Yeah, and you can always post reviews and you know, put a note in there about what kind of topics you want to uh, yeah. listen to as well. But yeah, you can reach out to our on our website. There's a contact section there, and you can just always just say, "Hey guys, would love for you guys to talk about X Y Z," or go to Thomas, you know, um, your Facebook page mm-hmm. or ThomasDelauer.com. Um, you can always fill out a form there and just say, "Hey, I want." you guys to talk about xyz and then we'll love to do that because we want we want to hear from you you guys that want to need, need help and need some guidance and we're here to to provide that so that'd be that'd be great until then thanks guys thank you look forward to talking to y'all next week cheers <laughs>